All right, welcome back to another episode of Abbott Burns Movies. This is episode 15? 16? 16. 16. Thank you. That's uh, Jason uh, Snake Charmer. Wink. Burns. How you doing, Jason? <laughs> it's a little awkward when you add in the wink. <laughs> well, I, I don't plan on going into any details as to where that, that name came from, but... Uh, <laughs> It's trouser trouser snakes. That's, that's between you and God, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you might be right. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Not so veiled puns coming at you. Speaking of which, <laughs> well, let's 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 slow it down. We're getting ahead of ourselves here. We're getting a little too ahead of ourselves. We don't want anybody holding any grudges against us for that. So. Let's uh let's first of all Jason let's explain to the listeners what it is if they're new just so they know what it is we do here. Yeah. So what we do is we take movies that you suggest our listeners, we watch them and we review them and we typically will spoil the hell out of them. Um and we try to do all of this in a comedic fashion, so uh hopefully you will Learn a little bit about a movie and uh, laugh while you're doing so. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of laughing, I wanted to share uh, some fun information. So, uh, Jason, I was beginning to kind of tell you. <laughs> well, well, hold on. Let's do the setup here. Okay. So, so Eric was complaining that he has no air conditioning and it is very, very hot. And I said, I don't mean to rub it in, but I get to go swimming in a pool later. To which you replied. Oh, to which I replied, did you know, fun fact, in France, legally, you are not allowed to wear what in the U.S. we consider normal swim trunks to a pool. So. <laughs> so I need, I need an explanation. Yeah, so let me explain well, first of all, they think that normal swim trunks are unhygienic um, because people tend to wear them as shorts, which, you know, granted, that, that does happen sometimes. It's not uncommon if you're, you know, chilling on the beach or in a place where there is like a beach nearby or something like that. You see people wearing swim trunks around, you know, when they're going about their day because they plan on swimming later or something. However, what you have to wear alternatively is, I mean, I think for most Americans at least, is it's a little bit not what we're accustomed to to put it simply you basically have to wear pool panties <laughs> i don't know how else to describe it uh, i mean if you think of like the stereotype of european guy in a bathing suit uh on the beach and he's wearing like uh you know like a like a like underwear basically speedo yeah speedo yeah that's pretty much what you're expected to wear um or like some super tight little spank shorts which is probably what I'll be wearing uh, next week when I'm in France swimming. So Please, please don't send me pictures. You're saying please don't, but what I'm really hearing is send me a calendar based off of your trip and poolside <laughs> shenanigans. So yeah, so fun fact. Uh, do, with, do what you will with that information. Anywho, moving on... <laughs> Unless unless we have any updates from previous episodes. Any updates? 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 Anybody? Uh, no, although I, I will take this uh, moment to say that uh, we have lined up a couple listeners, since uh, Eric just mentioned he's going to be on vacation for a couple weeks. We have a couple listeners who are going to sit in with me next episode, and we're just going to kind of discuss uh, their reactions to our reviews on previous movies. 
one of the guys has actually said that he likes the room, so we might have to discuss the hell out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Unrelated update. Also, um, if you hear any sweat running onto my microphone, I apologize. It is effing hot right now in my room uh, where I'm recording this. Wow. I mean, it is it is really pouring off of me. So, Jason, what movies are we watching or, well, reviewing? Damn, I always mess that up. Every time. I know. I'm always like, Ooh, what are we watching? Ooh. Oh, wait, we're reviewing them. <laughs> Eric, the doesn't know what he's supposed to be saying, Abbott. I am suffering from heat stroke. No, that wasn't nearly as clever as it could have been. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I get it. I'll give you points for effort, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. So, movies we're doing uh, this week. We are doing The Right 2011 uh, with a PG-13 rating. That was suggested by Florence, I believe. Yeah. Oh, so that explains that pun that you guys used earlier, says the audience. Because <laughs> they didn't hear the end of the last episode where we said what we were going to watch. Well, this maybe episode. they got short memories. Oh. Okay, yeah. well, I wanted to make another pun, but it's just too forced at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the other movie is The Grudge from 2004 with a PG-13 uh, rating. Yeah. So a couple scary movies. Scaries in quotations. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, air quotes yeah, there. there's some quotes in there. So I think we're going to begin uh, with The Right, and we'll take it from there. So uh, let me go ahead and just do a quick summary here of what the movie's about. This is about a man who decides to join the church, Catholic Church, pretty much just so he can get an education, and then he's going he's gonna to cut out before he has to take his final vows. Some circumstances uh, cause him to... I guess, get an opportunity to join an elite team of exorcists uh, where he'll go to Italy and the Vatican City and he will be trained on how to perform exorcisms because there's been a rise in uh, reports of um, demonic possession uh, where he then starts, I guess, attending exorcisms, I would say. Yeah, with uh, with Anthony Hopkins's character where he then discovers that Anthony Hopkins himself is possessed by a demon. And... Yeah, I guess that's it. And also, too, uh, note uh, that this is actually based on, supposedly based on true events. Yeah, I, I, I like that it says, inspired by true events. Yeah. Which basically says, we took this small little tidbit of stuff mm -hmm. and blew it into a movie, which is not a factual movie. Yeah, basically it means that Italy exists, so therefore... True events, or, or based upon true uh, true events. But yeah, I don't know. We, yeah. We're just making fun of it. We yeah, don't really I am. Know. I actually, you know, I wish I would have, like, done the research to find out exactly what is true uh, on this. I, I do know at the end of the movie, it does it does say that both the, the main character, which is Michael, I believe, Kovac, uh -huh. Uh -huh. And, uh, and then Father Lucas Trevant, uh, who's played by Anthony Hopkins, have like I think it actually gives like the numbers of the number of exorcisms they had performed uh, during their well I, I guess at the point of the making of this movie. Yeah, uh, Father Lucas, uh, I think I remember it saying something like he had performed over two thousand exorcisms, yeah. and I guess Father Kovac now is currently outside of Chicago, uh, where he performs exorcisms mm -hmm. and has his parish there. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, for the Anthony Hopkins character, like you said, over 2,000 exorcisms and frog removal done by him. So, Yeah. So I guess first impression of this movie. Um, so we were talking about this a little bit earlier. I started to watch this movie last night uh, after hanging out with some friends. I, I put it off to the last minute. Fell asleep about halfway through the movie. Rewound it. As you do. Yeah, as I do. It's not the first time. Rewound it. <laughs> started watching it again this morning and finished it. Now... Last night, the beginning of the movie, I thought, wow, this is actually a pretty interesting story. Cinematography cinematography seemed pretty interesting. Uh, then when I went back to watch it again this morning, I was kind of like, no wonder I fell asleep. I mean, it it's kind it got kind of boring. I mean, it had a lot of buildup yeah. and then just kind of let down. Yeah, kind of piggybacking off of that. I, yeah, I feel the same way, really. Because I realized, and I was telling Jason this bro- just before we started recording that I had actually watched this movie before, but I didn't realize until I was 20 or 30 minutes into the movie and I couldn't, you know, as the events are unfolding, I was like, okay, yeah, I've, I've seen this. And I kept thinking to myself, I must not have finished this movie because I can't remember for the life of me, how it ends or even what's coming up next. Well, Actually, I realized at the end of the movie, Oh yeah, I totally have seen all of this movie. It's just that it wasn't, it wasn't memorable. Uh, I mean, it, it, to me, it wasn't a bad movie. I mean, it, it started out, I think just as you said, uh, Jason, it, you know, I was interested. I was hooked at the beginning and then it kind of just slowed down or it didn't really keep me engaged, I would say. Yeah, and, and I kind of want to break down a few scenes, but let, let's kind of talk about, we're going to skip ahead to the ending yeah. here. Part of the reason I say it's kind of a letdown is, I mean, there's all this buildup of this guy's uh, crisis of faith, but he's going to seminary because he doesn't want to be a mortician. He doesn't want to do what his dad's doing. So he goes to seminary. Mm-hmm. It's paid for with a scholarship. They think, like, his uh, professor thinks that he would be good in exorcism for whatever reason and sends yeah. him to Rome. Well, he's still got this crisis of faith through this whole thing. He's questioning everything everyone says about exorcisms and possessions. And it's like, well, you know, there are medical problems that look like you're possessed Mm -hmm. throughout the whole movie. And, and then he starts, he starts hallucinating and he starts realizing, okay, maybe there is some force at work here because there are things that he can't explain. And then, oh, look, uh, the guy who's been kind of mentoring me is possessed. Two seconds later, the demon's out. We're done. I mean, it just, it was like all this buildup for kind of a letdown. Yeah. Although, some of the things that do happen towards the end, I gotta say, you're pretty, I mean, you're pretty stubborn if you don't start to get a little bit of faith. <laughs> you right, know, right. With some of the things that he witnessed. But, but it does change gears very quickly to, you know what, there could be an explanation for this. This could be, you know, um, some sort of psychosis. And then this guy can also be, you know, a con man and he's just, uh, you know, uh, tricking people, you know, but to, to now, well, there's some super supernatural stuff going on here, not to be confused with regular supernatural stuff, but <laughs> super supernatural stuff going on here that I have, um, I have no idea how anybody could be faking it. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's yeah, a real change, uh, in gears very abruptly and it kind of leaves you feeling mm, unconvinced maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was at too. And 
you know, but uh, let, I guess let's go back a little bit because I want to I want to break down a couple scenes here that I saw that there's some funny stuff happening in the background of a few of these things. <laughs> um, so yeah. at one point he's in seminary. He's in his uh, uh, dorm room, I guess, and he's reading. I think he's reading uh, stuff online about maybe the exorcism thing, and. No, I think he's typing up his uh, his resignation oh, like, yes. or whatever. Yes, like, that's yeah. what it was. He was typing up his resignation, and he looks over like across the hall or whatever. And there's some guys playing Gears of War, and I'm like, <laughs> really? People play Gears of War in seminary? Like, kind of eye opening, I guess. But I, I thought it was kind of an interesting thing because I recognized it was Gears of War because I heard the chainsaw going through some people. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, boys will be boys, you know. So. They're going to play their games. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, another where he's uh, riding in like a taxi or whatever through Rome uh, when he gets there and you see a couple nuns in the car next to him and, and they're sitting there smoking cigarettes. And I was like, what? Nuns smoke? Oh, yeah. That's cool. It's all right. Yeah. Um, another thing. Smoke and drink. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wine. Um, yeah. More whiskey. Um <laughs> You know, Irish nuns drink whiskey. Uh, then, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Because there's a few other things, I, and I keep jumping from point to point. Give you a second <laughs> well, uh, to, to the, jump this, in here. Yeah, yeah. Well, the scene you're talking about, too, when he sees the nuns, doesn't he see some girl on a scooter kind of give him the eye after that? That was... I know. I, when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, all right. Well, he's gonna—he's looking to get laid while he's here in the Vatican City, too. I guess." All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Before which, you take uh, your vows, which, which he—he he had a little trouble with. Is it the journalist that he meets that's also taking the exorcism class as well? Uh, mm-hmm. He's talking to her at one point, and uh, some nun like calls her away to go do something, and then she gives him a dirty look. <laughs> and I wrote—I wrote in my notes, "Nun cockblock." because it was it was an obvious like uh i see what you're doing there kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) um yeah yeah so uh talking about (laughs) writing a goofy note so the first possession you see in the movie is the 16 year old girl who's pregnant and he's very skeptical of it you know, it kind of lends itself to being skeptical until, you know, she starts spitting out nails, in which case she's, he's still skeptical. Like, oh, he, he, she wanted to terminate the pregnancy, so she swallowed a bunch of nails. Well, the, the, the note I wrote down was like, possessed a pregnant lady? The devil is a dick. Yeah. 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 That's pretty, I mean, which realistically, I totally see his concern because I mean, these, I mean, if, from what you read and what you see about these things, like they're incredibly stressful, physically, mentally, physical and mental experiences. So to be pregnant when, I mean, it's going to be doing all kinds of stuff to your body. I mean, it's going to cause all kinds of problems. So I, I totally see why he's like, eh, this shouldn't be happening. Like we should not be right. doing this. Which, which, uh, you know, spoiler alert, she dies and so does the baby. Yeah. Did she die? Yep. Yeah, because at one okay. point, uh, he's walking through and they said, uh, oh, you know, it's too much hemorrhaging, we lost the mother and the baby. Oh, wow, I missed that. I, I, I knew the baby was lost, but I didn't, I didn't catch that she had died too. Wow, okay. Yeah, so that happened. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, hmm, geez, it's kind of hard to follow up with a joke after that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, had one. I had one in the works. <laughs> Moving well, on. Well, let's Anyways. let's change gears. Just hold on to it for yeah. a second. Yeah, yeah, I'll save it for later. Let's go to a uh, lighter side of it. Oh, you know, like when the priest just flat out smacks a little girl down to the ground, like, eh, you know, oh, yeah. he was possessed, so... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that could have just happened. The little kid was annoying, so... Bless my <laughs> doll. What a waste of time. God doesn't have time for that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did kind of funny, kind of find it funny that... Uh, they kept asking the demon's name, and I really, you know, I didn't want to hear the usual, like, you know, Mephistopheles or uh, Satan or whatever. Like, I wanted to hear, like, what's your name, demon? Demon, Kevin. Or something, you know, <laughs> something like that, you know? Something, <laughs> something, you know, the Western Western culture can relate to. None of that old school demon name stuff. <laughs> Well, and when the demon finally said its name, I felt like maybe it was something I should have recognized. I mean, yeah, what was it again? Ball or something like that. You remember? Oh yeah, ball. Yeah, good old ball. Yeah, yeah. B double A L probably, right? Probably. Probably. Maybe an H in there somewhere. Yeah, maybe. Not a regular B A L L. That's too damn American. (laughs) You'd be like a basketball player. Yeah. Right, we ain't gonna get no Kevin's or Ball. We're just gonna get Ball. <laughs> uh, um. Anyway. So uh, let's go to McDonald's and get some coffee. <laughs> get some coffee. Yeah. At one point, he's, yeah. he's walking. Oh, yeah. He walks out of the like the exorcism or whatever, and he's walking around. He sees McDonald's. He goes in there, gets a cup of coffee, comes out, and the reporter chick's like, you know. There's better places to get coffee in Italy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very true, though. Like, that is kind of a joke. Uh, I, I mean, you're in Italy, which they drink espressos like, well, like Italians. Uh, I don't know how <laughs> to, to, to compare that. Anyways, but you're you're going to go to freaking McDonald's to get a coffee? Yeah, come on. At least go to, like, a Cafe Nero or something. Although, uh, I've heard you can get beer and mcdonald's there yeah yeah i think so actually yeah. I, I know you can in germany and i think you can in france too i don't remember i don't think i ate a mcdonald's in italy before but uh, but probably yeah yeah i feel like i should throw something at you if you have <laughs> hey i'll say this best mcdonald's I ever had france it's delicious <laughs> better fresher ingredients and you know what actual Europeans... french fries yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, but <laughs> I gotta say, McDonald's is definitely better in Europe than it is in uh, in, in the U.S. And Europeans love McDonald's for some reason. I don't get it. We, we, I mean, it's really funny because McDonald's is so popular in the U.S., but nobody likes McDonald's. Guilty pleasure. When my wife was pregnant, that's all she wanted was McDonald's chicken nuggets. Yeah, that's just the baby talking. That doesn't count. The baby doesn't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing you eat while pregnant counts as you liking it. It's just, you know, you're stuck in you, you know, <laughs> it just happens. You, you, you just you just want to eat it. Yeah, you just want it. Or so I surmise from uh cliches. So 
Yeah, so uh, this movie, poor pacing, poor pacing, <laughs> much much like our podcast right now, poor pacing. Oh yeah, we're just we're just making shit up as we go. Yep, that's how it is. But uh, but yeah, I mean, as you were saying earlier, kind of come back to it. I mean, it just felt like the things that were happening. I mean, they were kind of creepy, but it wasn't it wasn't hooking me into it. You know, he has some bizarre dreams. He sees a mule. Boulet. Which I thought looked more like a stallion. Yeah, it's supposed to be a mule, but mole, uh, mole. I think that's what it was, wasn't it? Is that what he kept saying? Mole. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, it looked uh, it looked kind of creepy with its red eyes, but uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, but it wasn't that scary, really. I mean, maybe it, maybe it didn't help that I was watching it when the sun was brightly shining through my windows into my into my flats. But uh, but you watched it late at night. Did you feel like it was that scary of a movie? I didn't. I mean, it it, it felt more like a drama than a horror to me. I mean, yeah. I said the whole movie is basically about this guy's crisis of faith, and mm-hmm. only the demonic part is kind of. I almost want to say an afterthought, just a way to to solidify his faith, not so much to scare the audience. Yeah. And and you know what I found really bizarre? What was the motives of the demon? I mean, cuz it seemed to me that the that the demon's like, you don't have any faith. <laughs> Look at you with no faith. I'm going to do things that can make it unquestionable that I exist, but you don't have any faith. Like what makes person have more faith than unexplainable superna- supernatural bullshit? It, it just seems like self-defeating of a demon to be like, the best thing I can do is have people convinced I don't exist, but I'm going to do everything in my power to make them believe I exist. <laughs> like, it just seems so strange. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's that flip side of the coin. I mean, it's like if demons exist, then so does God, you know? And, and, and yeah. not necessarily, I mean, in some people's cases, they may have been like, Oh my God, demons are real. That doesn't necessarily mean God is real. But in this guy's case, yeah. He was questioning his faith, not, mm-hmm. you know, necessarily because he didn't, you know, believe God was doing anything. It was more of a, from a science, he had no proof. Yeah. This just proved that, you know, if there's demons in his eyes, then there is a God. And I'm going to use, yeah. you know, that power to smack you down, demon bitch. Yeah. And I, I think at the end, when he finally overcomes a demon, I think his... Uh, Basically, his words are, if I believe that you exist, then I sure as hell believe that God exists or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if he said sure as hell. That would have been cool, though. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just seemed I don't know, kind of bizarre to me. The thing is, is usually these kinds of movies do scare me um, uh, because it's so like, oh, I mean, if this is real, God, like that can happen to people like that. That is terrifying. But uh, I don't know. I just didn't have the. It didn't really connect to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't know. Anything else you want to? Yeah. yeah, I mean, other than the weird scene where uh, Rutger Hauer, I think that's how you say his name, is uh, you know performing the, you know, not autopsy, but like whatever, working on a dead body, and the kids yeah. sit there freaking out, and he's like, "Don't worry, it's just your mother." Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, are you serious? 
Yeah, I gotta say, that's gonna fuck you up as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it must be really... I mean, really strange to be a child. I mean, if you grew up in this this kind of lifestyle to where in your home there's uh, embalming, like oh, what's the word when you when you um, do all that stuff with a body? Help me out yeah. here. I, I, Funeralize. I'm just going to say funeralize. I know that's not the word. Yeah, morticianize. When you <laughs> do all the things you got to do for a body to prepare it to uh, go into the ground. Those things. When you grow up in a house where that is what is just the norm in your house, I mean, it must really, it must do something to you, at least in terms of understanding death, you know? Because you literally have dead bodies you see all the time. And then they even have your mom being one of those. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's bizarre. It's all, that almost feels like a conflict of interest or something if you're working on your own wife's body. Eh, I mean, yeah. you don't have to pay for somebody else to do it, I guess. People do stranger things, you know, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't want to let's get away from that. Hey, subject. hey, hey, it's that guy's right to do that. Yeah, I guess so. We're just play the hell out of that pun. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the right to funeralize his own wife. As long as he didn't kill her. You know. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, that would have been a nice twist to the movie. Oh, I would have liked that if it turns out that they don't actually work in a funeral home and his dad's just a serial killer. Uh, and he just kind of <laughs> took it up and then he was like, I don't want to kill people anymore, Dad. I want to be a priest. That's my only two options. Either I keep being a serial killer, serious serial killer, or I become a priest, a man of the church. I'm torn. Kind of like the girl with the dragon tattoo. That guy could have went on and became a priest, but no, he decided to start murdering people. Yeah, true. He could have been a priest. Spoiler alert, we didn't ruin that in the last episode, but we just, you know, I may or may not have just ruined it there. Yep. You know, we we tell you there's going to be spoilers in this movie. We don't tell you where the hell they're coming from, though, so, you know, look out. Look out. The butler did it. Also... Titanic? Titanic sinks, just to let you know. Oh, shit. Yeah. Way to bet ruin that see... movie for me. Bet you, bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> Neither did the guy who was supposed to be looking out for icebergs. Yeah. Ooh! Hoyo! <laughs> Good okay, one. Okay, coming okay. in with the zingers. <laughs> one to five on the right. Let's go. Shoot. Oof. I mean, I'm going to give this a two. I don't think it's necessarily a bad movie. It's just not memorable and it doesn't, I mean, it's, it's a, it's not a, it's not a good movie either. It's very, very, in yeah. The middle, so, huh. yeah, I, I think I'm going to have to agree with you on the two there. I mean, the best part of this movie was probably the cinematography, but I, yeah. I think there was even a couple pl- spots in here where like, Anthony Hopkins, who's a great actor, kind of wasn't feeling it, I I felt. I don't know. I I think he, I mean, man, I think he played the role well. I mean, it's hard to nail it down on on what exactly it is that just doesn't work with this movie. Because, you know, it's like you said, cinematography is good. Um, The acting, I thought, was, was good. It's just, it didn't really... 
Drive It Home as a horror movie. It didn't really like seal the deal with me. It just didn't feel right, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So it probably should have taken you out on a second date. Yeah, yeah, maybe. It'd be up in the air, though. If it was paying, if it was paying, it can get that second date. But otherwise... We're going, if we're going, what's it, what's it called? Going Dutch? Is that what they say? Um, <laughs> then I don't think so. I don't know. It's been a very long time since I've been on a date. So, uh, I mean, because I've been married well, for yeah, over 10 yeah. years. So. Yeah. You mean like a first date. <laughs> right. It's been a long time since it's been a first date. Yeah. Where you had to worry about who was paying. Because when you're married, it's, it's all your money. Uh, you know, it's all our yeah. money, I guess. So. It's just a you're big pool. You're technically going Dutch every time. Yeah. It's just a big pool like the one you're going to be swimming in later. Full circle. Back to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's a nice pool, too. Nice and yeah, cool well. waters. Rub it in. You're lucky I don't hold grudges. Segway. <laughs> next movie. <laughs> Speaking of grudges, let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer not slaying anything. Yeah, being well, uh, really bad at running for starters. But, but other than that, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll so, talk about uh, it, I guess. So I didn't realize this was a uh, Sam Raimi film. Yeah, yeah. I actually had forgotten about it until the opening credits, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it was." Movie I'd seen before. I think you'd seen this before, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. If I remember correctly, back in college when this movie came out, you were like. Hey everybody! This is the best movie ever. Go see it in theaters. And several of us saw it and wanted to punch you in the face. Yeah, I don't think you're remembering correctly. But um, anyways, as a uh, matter of fact, I am remembering correctly because <laughs> the reason Brandon, who suggested this movie, suggested it was because of that. And I was talking about some other friends yesterday from uh, you know high school and college, and they both yeah? commented on the fact that you said that this was a good movie and it sucks. Oh, conjecture. Anyways, um, <laughs> boy, I don't, I don't know how I don't how, know if I got any other lawyer terms up my sleeve for this. <laughs> Lawyered. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I may have said that. Um, in hindsight, after watching it again, uh, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. So <laughs> let's just I let's mean, just give a quick let's let let's be honest here. If you're yeah. sitting in a theater. Yeah. It's late at night. Yeah. You know, this movie is is at least somewhat creepy, but it's still yeah. a pretty dumb movie. Like the, yeah. so I said this. So the opening scene says something like uh oh, well, let's actually let's let's give the synopsis before I get into this. Yeah, so it's yeah, basically yeah. a American goes to Tokyo and uh she goes into this house, finds out the house is haunted. End of the story. So, back to what I was going to say. The opening scene says something to the extent of when somebody dies in a fit of rage, it lays a curse upon that place, and, you know, that rage stays there and permeates it. Bitch, people die in a rage all the time. Like, yeah. that everywhere it would always be haunted. Like, mm-hmm. you know, th- that's the most ridiculous thing and then to say that anyone who ever walks into this house can now be followed by the ghosts that haunt it and kill you anywhere you are like yeah 
this is ridiculous premise. I mean, it is yeah. so unbelievable to start out the movie with. And like like I said, all these cops, all these you know, people, the the paramedics, all these fucking people who were just happened to be in the house are now going to get murdered because they were in the house. Yeah, I was wondering about that too because yeah, there had to have been a lot of people that went to the house. Are they being like selective, the ghosts, about who they kill? I'm I'm curious because they can't really kill everyone, right? It it kills the dude, uh, the the boss, uh, uh, oh god, I don't Ted Raimi. It's it's Sam Raimi's brother. His name's Alex in the movie. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. It kills him. He just happened to be in the house for maybe ten minutes, and it goes and kills him for no reason. And mm-hmm. like I said, it's just so—I don't know. Just like I said, the the whole premise of the movie is just completely unbelievable. I like how the—I um, don't know her name. Maybe Susan was her name. I don't know the girl who's like running from it. Um, like goes back to her flat, and it follows her there. Yeah. Um, and it, it calls her and asks her to buzz it in. I mean, that was to me was, oh, yeah, and, and which floor, do, which, which flat do you live in again? What apartment number is that? Yeah. Um, I, I've been following you this time, whole time. I'm a ghost. I can find yeah. anybody wherever the fuck they are. But yeah. I need you to open the door so I can murder you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was a little weird. Yeah. I, I think that there's there's some kind of going back, though, to when this came out. I mean, it came out what, right after The Ring came out? And so it was around that time when there was this, I mean, kind of different style of horror movie because it was something kind of new in its stylization because it, you know, it's coming from Japan. Because, um, you know, I don't think we've mentioned this yet, but this is a remake of a Japanese movie. Which my understanding is the uh, re- or the original was way scarier. Really? I've not seen Damn. it. Yeah, I've not seen it, but that that was my understanding was that that movie was way scarier. Well, why didn't why didn't we watch that one? Um reasons? Because someone didn't specify in their message that they sent us. So we're going to bring yeah. we're going to blame Brandon on for this. Yeah, but we blame... knew exactly what Brandon yeah. meant based purely on the fact that you thought this was a good movie 10 years ago. <laughs> 12 14, sorry, 14 years ago. That's neither here nor there. But yeah, we're going to we're going to blame the listener for this. It's just, it's just uh, oh. you know. So I got I got to say this cuz if we're talking about puns apparently this is the pun episode. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So the point where uh, Ted Raimi, he, you know, he off camera gets killed. He's following who he thinks is Yoko, and yeah. she turns around. She's missing the bottom half of her face or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, in my, I even wrote this in my notes. Yoko, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, that leaves me with some confusion, too, because I guess, like, if you die there, does that mean you're now part of the curse, too? Like, they use you? Because... Apparently. I think even... Oh, what's it? The guy who lived in the house appears through the peephole of the girl when she's at her apartment and, like, lets him in. Um, yeah, so, yeah. It, is, it, is it that those people are now becoming killers, or is it that the ghost can take on the form of anyone it's killed? Maybe it's just like wearing their corpse, like a, like a trophy suit, <laughs> like a meat suit. 
Yeah. It's like, well, I have this look now. I can do this. Change them like it's changing its shoes. But, yeah, I mean, so another thing I want to touch on here, the motivations behind um, this ghost. Well, we'll say the person before they became uh, a ghost. Um, what was her name again? I don't remember. probably doesn't matter. Um, yeah, no idea. Insert, insert Japanese name, and that's who it is. <laughs> uh, was obsessed with Bill Pullman. By the way, Bill Pullman's in this, kind of, um, for a bit. Um, was yeah. obsessed with this guy, and somehow is in every single effing picture he owns. How? How much do you have to stalk somebody to be in every picture? And how does your husband not notice that you're never home ever? <laughs> the, uh, yeah. I mean, how did it take him so long to realize this? Yeah. Like that was a little too over the top that every picture had her in the background. Come on. I, I can accept yeah. that there's hair growing ghosts coming down from the ceiling, but someone who has enough time to be in every picture at every point in your life while you're living in Japan. Yeah. And, and it just, yeah, it's just so unbelievable. I mean, I don't know. And, and like, it's never explained why she was like that. Like, he mm. says, I guess she was in one of my classes. Like, he's a professor. But he doesn't know yeah. her. He doesn't recognize the name or the face. He goes yeah. to her house and... To confront her. I assume they'd all already been murdered at the point when he gets there. Yeah. He, because he you finds know, just, he finds the husband swinging and the um, yeah he had hung why himself. Does, why does why does Bill Pullman why does he kill himself at the beginning of the movie? Is it like the ghost made him do it, or is it like oh my god I've seen some shit I just can't deal with this and kills himself? Like the yeah, there's just so much just doesn't make sense because he doesn't know this lady, he doesn't know this family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes in there and he's like, "Okay, some crazy shit's happening," but yeah. it's definitely get out, not his the fault cops. that any right. of that happened. Right? Um, yes. Yeah, so, so to to me, like, I was left thinking it had to have been something supernatural that drove him to it. Like, because he even seems like he seems like he's not in control at the beginning, right? Doesn't it seem like he's wobbly and Maybe, weird? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I mean, if she was in love with him. Why did she try to kill him? Like, why is she killing him? Like, he sure didn't See, do the, anything wrong. The motivation would have made a lot more sense to me if he was actually having an affair with her. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the Her husband found out about it, and that's why everybody, including the kid, got killed, because this dude just went completely nuts. Yeah. And then he was like, oh my god, this affair that I've been having has caused these people to die unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. So then that 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 points to it, but it's literally like it's like a car wreck. Like you see this car wreck across the street, you don't go jump off a building because you saw a car wreck. Like he had yeah. absolutely nothing to do with it. Exactly. Yeah, I mean it's uh, yeah, it makes no sense. I I really didn't understand that. I mean, it had to. Have, I want to believe that it was something supernatural that drove him to do it, and I just didn't explain it because uh, he should not be feeling so much guilt uh or any guilt really but uh i mean he's i can understand him being sad and being like oh that's crazy like oh i mean this woman was obsessed with me and she got murdered because of it but he didn't do anything to lead her on so 
Right. Right. He he's even married and yeah. like apparently never responded to any of her letters. And just yeah. that day finally was like, Okay, I gotta go find this lady and tell her to chill the fuck out. Yeah. Stop creeping. Stop photobombing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spectral photobomb. But yeah, I mean it's uh it was a little confusing. I, you know, I find some of the stuff a little creepy when it has, like, the shot where it pans across and you see, like, a face right behind him or something like that. Um, but It's a lot of jump eh. scares. I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty much all it was. Yeah, and it's something that's used so much in movies now that um, it's, like I said, the it felt like it was something different when it was when I you know saw it years ago. That now I'm just like, this is the same thing I see in every scary movie these days. There's all they always use these panning shots of something in the background now, um, creeping around that you can you can sometimes miss it. It might be off to the side or whatever. Yeah, well, I think not the, too impressive. I think now. the sound was the worst part in my opinion because it's it's a uh, sound that's almost like nails on a chalkboard but creepy. Mm-hmm. Like and it yeah. just kept happening every time somebody was about to die and stuff so it, it, it that was i in my opinion the the scariest part i guess was yeah, that sound. yeah i wish i wish just now as you were just talking about the sound i had a soundboard so i could have played a uh one of those kabuki noises <laughs> like one of those things just because you know it's a japanese movie so so it's kind of like your uh what would would you name the guy last episode um Oh, yeah, Mikhail Hurdy Gurdy Gurdy Gur. You know, it's, I think that's proper pronunciation. He's he's Mikhail Hurdy Gurdy Gur from Hardingerd and Gardengerd, Sweden. So, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> How do we not have more listeners, Eric? That's all I'm saying. Like with with gems like this, we we should have more listeners. You know, sometimes when there's a pearl in the ocean, it takes a long time before someone uncovers that clam, oyster, clam, clam, yeah, clams. Um, so I mean, you know, we're just uh, we're just hidden in some clam in the mucky bottom of the ocean that is the yeah. internet. At least oh, that's gosh. what I tell myself. Yeah. So, it's almost like the internet is holding a grudge against us. It's not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like it's it just wants to follow us home and murder us for no reason. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna sleep for a week. Uh, I've been on some weird forums, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what else is there to say about this movie? I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Um, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. aside from it, it did a lot of like the classic horror movie bullshit of. Uh, like tropes where okay uh oh i'm gonna go down the stairs no i'm gonna go up well what about the fucking elevator or walking outside of your door and leaving it open when you go to look outside there or going back into the house uh or the cop who's about to burn the place down he hears a kid crying like all of these just horrible movie tropes like Mm -hmm. it, it it just checks the boxes I mean, it's just like, hey, let's do this one. Hey, let's do this one. Hey, let's do this one. That's this movie. And, you know, there's some inconsistencies with how they kill people, too. I mean, sometimes it's pretty obvious. Like, the one guy got drowned. Yoko got her jaw ripped off, apparently. Uh, But then some people just kind of get sleep paralysis to death. I don't know what happens there. They get paralyzed, and then they just stop breathing. 
Isn't that kind of what happened to her boyfriend? Yeah, well. Come on, pull it together. Be a man. Kick that Asian ghost in the face. That's what you gotta do. And the end of the movie, oh man. So she's like, oh, hey, let me kick over this gas can and set this bitch on fire. How Uh, does she survive? Yeah, how does she survive? And they even say the house didn't burn down. What, she just burned the foyer and that's it? Right, like... She looked like she got beat up. Like, she was relatively, like, okay looking. She didn't look like she had taken any injury. Yeah, and those houses are, they're made of little pieces of wood and paper. So, they're going to go up like, well, like paper. So, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, at our 4th of July, you know, thing last week, uh, I guess people are listening to this way later in the future so a few weeks ago we had an old gas can and i kind of dumped it into the fire pit and then stood back about uh, 10 yards hold on i'm not dumb stood back about 10 yards or more uh lit a smoke bomb and threw that into the fire pit to light it so yeah uh yeah it went up quick so that's how quick that house should have gone up yeah exactly And she lived through it, and the house did not burn down. Very strange. And you know, it's also kind of like... Because there's a second movie to this, right? Uh, Yeah, at least uh, least another one. I think there may be several. And this is one of those movies where I think I've watched it, but it did not... It's kind of like the right... You know, I'm pretty sure I watched this, but I do not remember anything from it except for one thing and that is that i'm pretty sure she dies right at the beginning of the movie if i remember Um, correctly i don't even know if she oh yeah so she is in it yeah oh yeah it's like her sister goes looking for her that's what it is yeah so it kind of if you know the continuation of the story like she dies right in the beginning of the next movie so she doesn't get away. There's no sense of like, oh, she escaped. She managed to get away or whatever. No, she's dead. Sorry to spoil it for you. She did. That's all I remember of that. It, 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 apparently, it, it follows her back to Chicago. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't remember that. Okay. Yeah. See, well. Yeah, it says... Right. Uh, so I'm reading the, uh, the synopsis on um, uh, IMDb, and it says, A woman with a deadly secret moves into a Chicago apartment. How the hell did so she get that through it, customs? <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. Uh, um, you know, are you carrying any fruit, nuts, uh, spectral entities, uh, anything you're bringing over? Just um, this massive black wig. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just this creeper right here behind me in all my pictures. <laughs> what a pain in the ass. Okay. That's why so, that, you know uh, that's the real that's the real uh, immigration threat. I think in, in the U.S. Um, you know, is that right there? Spectral entities coming over, taking all our jobs from our our <laughs> our red, white, and blue blooded ghosts. You know, not blood. They don't have blood. Yeah. Well, you know, spectral. Uh, what's it? Um, ectoplasm. Oh, ectoplasm. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Ectoplasm uh, ghosts. You know, I mean, it's just a, it's a crying shame. We got to do something about it. We got to build ourselves a. Um, a ghost wall. Keep those we guys gotta call. Out. Who you gonna call? The Ghostbusters. Ghost. Damn, you know, I thought, you know, Ghostbusters seemed too obvious for me. I was trying to think of, like, a pun to throw in there. I thought you had one Ooh. brewing, and I was trying to guess it. 
How about the Grudge Busters? Ooh. Oh, I don't know, the week. Um, we can come up with something better. I think we can come up with something better. <laughs> Sorry to shoot you down. If any of our listeners have a better Ghostbusters pun to describe, like, um, basically, is it ICE that does the whole immigration thing down on the border? Uh, basically, like a Ghostbusters version of that. Oh, please send it in. That would be awesome. Make my day. No, no, no. What will make your day is the next two weeks that you're on vacation. Shut up. Yeah, I'll totally be checking them while I'm in Corsica on the beach. Sipping a whatever they drink there. Wine, probably, (laughs) on the beach. A little hot. Sangria. Sangria. She's a fickle mistress, Sangria. Anyways, yeah, so, uh, anything else you want to say about this, Jim? No, let's let's just go to the rating. What do you got? Ugh. Uh, I'm going to give this one a 1.8. I'm going to put it right below the right, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sarah Michelle Gellar could not save this movie. Uh, no. Um, no. And she does hold a special place in our hearts. Oh, man. I was going to round it off and give it a 2, but I can't I can't say that it's the on the same scale as the right. I mean... Yeah, uh, I thought the same way. Yeah, too. I'll, I'll go down to a one point eight with you. I mean, it, it's yeah. just yeah. it's mean, a shame. It's... I really, I really like Sam Raimi too as a director, and I just um, I don't know, I don't know what it was with this one. Didn't didn't connect yeah, with me this yeah. time around. Yeah, it, it's it's almost like a what was it Spider Man three or two that he directed that it was just kind of oh, like man, eh, maybe you shouldn't well, have done did... that. I thought he did the first two, but the third one, I don't know. The third one was awful. Yeah, the third one was awful. And it pains me to say that a Spider-Man movie was awful. Yeah, because you are like the Spider-Man king, if there was one, of all the Spider-Men. Um, yeah, if anybody doesn't know that about Jason, he is obsessed with the Spider-Man. Yeah... But yeah, he's a good, he's a good comic book character. Yeah, I'm not saying there's anything <laughs> wrong with it. I mean, there's worse comic book characters you could be obsessed with. I mean, it could be obsessed with, like, I don't know. Um, damn, I can't think of a good one. I can't think of a worse one right now. <laughs> Jubilee. <laughs> Ju- oh, there we go. Thank you, yeah. Jubilee or The Blob, you know. I'm like going to get an X-Men right now. Um, Catman. It's not too cool. <laughs> okay so uh let's let's do the outro what do you think here um so we're not going to tell you what movies we're watching next time because like we said we're going to do kind of a abbott is on vacation episode uh with a couple listeners who are going to uh join me and discuss their thoughts on some of our previous reviews that's right we're going to do it while eric's not here so that he cannot Mm -hmm. uh cannot jump in and get mad yeah true um so so that if I die in a fit of rage because of what's happening during the episode, it'll leave a mark on that place. Um, but, yeah, so a special episode next time. Uh, so well, maybe if uh, some other listeners want to be involved in some future episodes, if they want to send in some reviews or something um, of the movies we've watched, uh, maybe we can get you in there too. Just saying. But uh, otherwise, yeah. if you want to send us some uh, movies that you would like us to watch, you can do that on our uh, our page on Facebook.com. Um, I don't know why I put the .com on there like you don't know where to go. 
Uh, also, you can send us an email to abbottburnsmovies at gmail.com uh, or any of reviews that you want to send us on there as well. Um, and you can check us out on, well, whatever it is you're listening to us on us right now, but uh, in case you want to switch it over to something else oh, for some reason, um, you know, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on uh, Google Play uh, Music, uh, we're on SoundCloud, and probably some other places too that I just don't have off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, anything else before we go, Jason? Yeah, um, if you, uh, along with reviews, if you have like a couple movies that you want us to compare and contrast or uh, other ideas on the format, if you think the format of our podcast could uh, use a little revamping, let us know. We're always open and mm-hmm. open to listening to our uh, you know, like eight or 12 listeners uh, who like to give us stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tell your friends about us. Tell your mom about us. Tell your mom's friends about us. Um, if you have a dog and like you're walking your dog and some girl stops you and is like, oh yeah, such a cute dog. Be like, thanks. I know it's a cute dog. Have you ever watched uh, or listened to Abbott Burns movies? Great podcast. Check it out. And then, um, yeah, do that. <laughs> and then she goes it. online and just watches the bar go across the screen and go, what am I supposed to be doing here? Like, is this just a bar that goes across the street screen? Yeah. Because you yeah. said watch. Yeah, and then she's like, oh, wait, my audio is turned off. Oh, silly me. This is a podcast. That's how those things work. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, yeah, we would appreciate it. Uh, Also, you can rate and review us on iTunes or wherever it is that they allow you to do that. Um, We appreciate that, too, especially on iTunes because, you know, as everybody knows, that seems to be the – where most uh, people get their media from Um, and having good ratings means we get prioritized over other podcasts. And that means more people get to listen to us and have a better shot at seeing us on there. So uh, we appreciate it. Yeah. So now that we've done our shameless plug, uh, (laughs) uh, have a good week. Um, If you're going on vacation like Abbott, I don't like you, Um, but have fun. Yeah. And listen to us on your vacation too. All right. Check you to talk to you guys later. Talk at you guys later. (laughs) Have a good week. Bye.